My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Avatar, she loves to. You bitch, you you change your avatars like you change your wigs in real life. Every every time I see you, it's a different avatar. <laughs> well, I love this. You know, I I used to be a kitty cat. This girl. looks the most like you. This looks the most like you of all the avatars you've done. This I'm like, oh, okay, Bob is Bob has finally joined Stereo. No, the braids were very me. No, you love, you swear up and down in your mind that, that you are the cornrow queen of America. You've worn, yes, you've worn the cornrows. I've never said I was the cornrow queen of America, but I, I like wearing cornrows sometimes. I usually, if, if I'm anything, I'm either the ponytail queen or like the queen with an afro. But that's right. typically what I wear. If you guys are new here, if you guys are the new kids in school, welcome to Sibling Watchery via the Stereo app. Bob and I are the number one drag queen ambassadors of Stereo. Rio, I don't you know better, if that's official. You better qualify it, bitch. You better qualify oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely, drag queen investors. Well, I think we were the. I, if I'm not mistaken, we were the first drag queen podcast aside from like aside from RuPaul, and we were the first drag queens on stereo. So what I'm saying is, Bob and I motherfucking pioneers up in this bitch is what I'm we, saying. We, all the- all these bitches is our sons. And you guys should also follow us here on the Stereo app because, yes, Bob and I try best to post when we're going to do it. We also post on our Patreon. But if you follow us on here, you'll get the notification anyway so you never have to wonder, never have to guess. You're going to get the notifications right to your Android device ew, or your iPhone. So there we go. Um. So, Monet, let me just pull my motherfucking notes up because last night's episode was the kiki of Kiki's. Oh, just so you got, but as a reminder, so Monet and I, this is our show called Sibling Watchery, where we watch TV shows. This is our first season of this, and we're doing RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and typically speaking, we, um, we, we got to find a new show after this. So why don't y'all let us know? We're thinking about doing Legendary on HBO Max when season two comes out. Monet is considering going back and having us do a season of Survivor. Oh, my so God. Bob, wait, wait hold on, hold on, hold on. I said that last time, but I was like, Bob is never going to. Okay, Bob, right now, in this moment, in front of the 1,193 1, people listening, will you watch a season of Survivor with me and we'll do a watchery about it? Will you do this? I mean, if uh, I, I, listen, I don't like this. This is this feels like uh, like when Michelle Visage was trying to force uh, Lawrence Cheney into saying he will never move on the spot. I let me let's see if there's something back. I don't want to end up doing Survivor and then we end up missing a season of something else because we're trying to watch a show from eight years ago. Uh, well, actually, it's not from eight years ago. There are 41 seasons of Survivor. They are currently still airing Survivor. Literally, in the oh, you mean, oh, you mean you want ago. you you want to do a new season? No, but you know, but see, but you can do new season because you need to watch one of the good ones that has all the elements of the game. So oh, you, so you do want to watch one. So you do want to watch one from eight years ago. <laughs> so you're not confused when you watch it, like what's going on. You need to watch an older season that's good. So you're like, oh, I see how the game works. Okay, I'm not a dumb hoe. Okay, I, I can catch on. It's not. Oh my god, Survivor fans, sound off. Y'all know what I mean. Like you need to watch old season. Anyway, and if you think Monet Drag just Race. called me a dumb, if you think Monet just called me a dumb <laughs> bitch, comment below. There's no comments below. Um, <laughs> so this roast is uh, there's this is one of the episodes that I really wish that I could have partaken. Actually, I mean, I did. I, I did a roast on the soup on Celebrity Drag Race. Well, here's a secret um, uh, behind the te- behind the scenes tea. When um 
the guy who hosts um, American Ninja Warrior, whose name I can't remember right now, and um, John Cena. J- d- no, that's uh, Wipeout. Oh, um, anyway, yeah. when the guy who hosts American Ninja Warrior and um, Dustin Milligan showed up, they were fully prepared. First of all, the guy who hosts American Ninja Warrior is a stand-up comedian. He, like, fully Matt is Eisman. A, Matt Eisman. He is a full-fledged, real-life stand-up comedian. He had his set written when he walked in the fucking front door. <laughs> that's his not fair. Kim did not have to do a damned thing. Kim just looked at him and and he and and he did the rest. Dustin Milligan is a is a professional actor who uh, uh, from, from um Shit's Creek. Shit's Creek. And he also yeah. had and he, he had his set Ted, written in case as, you don't know Ted. And he he had his set written already too. I had Alex Newell. Alex Newell was like, "Oh, when they say my drag mom's gonna help me, this bitch is gonna do the whole thing." So I wrote my set and I wrote Alex Newell's set too. Well, about time you 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 earn your money. <laughs> anyway, did, uh, but you did a roast. Was it everything? Yeah, I did. Um, I won the Lady Bunny roast when I did it. I I honestly I love roast. I I've okay. So I've done. I did the one on Draggers on TV. Everyone saw. But also years ago, you and I did the roast of Sherry Vine, and that was my first time ever doing a roast. That was my first time ever like sitting down and writing jokes, and like. Someone posted a clip of it, and I wasn't great. I wasn't bad. I was like doing a roast for my for my first time sharing mine. It was really scary, and you gave me some tips about how to write jokes and how to do stuff. But it was my first time ever doing one. But uh, Tina Burner tweeted yesterday. She was like, "Oh, I bet you guys missed me this week uh, on Drag Race." And then someone commented, "Bob said on something watchery that you can't do roast, <laughs> that you're bad." And I was like, <laughs> "Bitch, you said it too. I was not by myself saying it. Let's let's make that clear." You was over here with me, uh, sounding off, Mama. Okay. Um, oh, and also, really quick, I, before we start, you need to you need to be honest with all of us, Roberta the drag queen. You need to tell us what? the tea. Everyone wants to know your little cryptic little tweet. Who you talking about? Oh no, yeah, I I, I meant the tweet this morning. It, is, it really wasn't about anyone. I just I just thought that racist start your engine sounds funny. It really it genuinely was not about anybody. But I, I we were I was watching it last night and and I I heard in my head racist start your engines and that just really tickled me. And then someone had come and said racist start your engines. I mean the best Karen. When <laughs> that shit just really tickled me. Bob loves to y'all know this. Bob loves to stir the internet up. You would tweet something. Bob is like you. You like that guy that tweeted that tweeted something crazy on his on his phone. Got on a seventeen hour flight to South Africa and woke up like <laughs> what, what? What did I miss? No, first of all, I, I I genuinely just thought it was funny. It was not about anyone. Everyone mm-hmm. knows probably if 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 I'm known for anything on. Uh, Twitter is probably for uh, starting shit and tagging people. So I'm really, <laughs> I'm really not the queen of cryptic messages. I'm, I'm not as uh, elusive as that, uh, or aloof. I mean, I'm, I'm not elusive in that way. Um, but I just thought, I just think racist start your engines is just a really funny phrase. Anyway, that being said, can we get into this fallout? I'm so tickled because at the top of the episode, Utica is like. I just feel so bad because I think that Tina Burner deserved to be here. And I think that she won that lip sync. And everyone just looked at her like, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. no no one disagreed. No one was like, no. Right. Everybody was like, I mean. <laughs> Facts. Was it true? I, 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 was, I, I wrote Rudica. You, or you, Rudica. Oh, my God. Rudica the drag queen. I wrote Utica <laughs> is exhausting. I was like. 
Because she starts off like, I really wanted Tina to stay. And she's like, but uh, he was like, I really wanted Tina dessert to win. I really thought she's not here, but I am happy that I'm still here. I was like, oh, you left, right, up, down. Got it. Like, she's just all over the place, all over the map. I'm like, I don't know. I, I never know what emotion to feel when Utica has began speaking when she's done. I never know how I feel about what she said. Right, I'm just so sad that that she's gone because she's an icon. But also, it was so great to lick her off her little pedestal and just ruin her life. I hope she kills herself. It's like Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, like I mean, right now, Ro- I am just gonna say right now. I think that I think Rose pegged this bitch. Like when Rose and then in, in that untuck was like, "Oh, you are." A nasty, dirty queen. You busted out your little reads. And also, I mean, we'll get to her reads in a second, but it just seems like throughout this season, it just seems like Utica just really likes making fun of fat people. Like, it just <laughs> seems like the bulk of Utica's comedy is either nonsensical or making fun of fat people. She even made fat jokes at Pork Chop during... Um, oh, yeah, she did. During Snatch Game. Yeah. I was like, why does bitch keep making fun of fat people? Well, okay, well, that was just twice. It was just pork chopping now. It, wasn't it was just season. on the two episodes where, you know, and she also made fat jokes, I believe, during the during the, uh, the, the, the mini challenge, too. Well, I think what it is is that for people who aren't comedians, they just low-hanging fruit. Like, Drag like, her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when, when people are not comedians, they just go for the low-hanging fruit. They're like, this is easy. It's something I can physically see and everyone else can see, so I'm just going to go for that because I think it'll be funny. And it, and it kind of just seems like it. From what I'm seeing on TV, I don't know if this is real or, or also, as we all know, people's thoughts and opinions change post show. But it seems like the other girls don't like Utica. Uh, I don't necessarily think I think that. I will say when I interviewed the season 13 queens, she went like she like before what everyone else saw. <laughs> like when we all got into in, in the Zoom and figuring out or the Riverside figuring out everything, she seemed like the one like. Other like everyone would like laugh and like make little side jokes and stuff with each other, but no one was really engaging with with Utica that way. And maybe just my perception of of when we did the thing, but I don't know. But I there is some truth to that. I think a little bit. Yeah, there. There. She just seems a little disconnected, which she later mentioned. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion Monet did not watch Untuck because she doesn't prepare properly for these things. I, do, I, I have not watched Untuck the entire season. I never watched Untuck. So you're literally only getting half the story. Go off. Um, <laughs> at the top of the, at the top of the episode, Candy is the only queen left on stage without a win. Girl, not a cute place to be. Not a cute place to be. Well, you love to say this thing. If you well, not you don't love a couple episodes. You said like going into like the finale without a win, like whatever, whatever. But in these day, in this day and age, with this new drag race. I think that someone can go to the finals without a without a win. I genuinely think that that can happen. Based it hasn't on happened, what? but I can see it happen. Based on based on last season with Crystal, based on Cameron Michael season ten, they had one win compared to everyone else that had like three and four. Yeah, but they didn't win. You you're just there buying time. You're just there as a placeholder. If you go to the finale with no wins, bitch, you are a placeholder. That's not true. Period, I think someone blank. can go into the finale. I think if Cameron even Michaels though was- even though it's never happened, you think it can ha- even though it had never happened, not even one time in the uh, tw- almost at this point twenty seasons of Drag Race, you still think it's like yeah, it can happen. Yes, based on Shea Coulee with four challenge wins, four challenge wins, and the Crown Queen is not her. I think yes, it absolutely 
can't happen. And I want y'all to send us send us voice notes about what your thoughts on that are because I'm I really curious how people think uh, what people think about that. If you're one of the 1,400 people listening right now, my name is Bob the Drag Queen. I'm here with my sister Monet Exchange, and we are reviewing uh, the roast episode, Nice Girl Roast, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Let's take this uh, this uh, voice note. It's from Lauren Haverstick. There's actually never been a winner on Drag Race who hasn't won one of the first five challenges. Drag Monet. Drag Monet right now. What was your first challenge win? My first challenge win, oh, jeez. I mean, there's so, I'm the sure role, I should know, the right? Role, the, the, the Empire one, right? Mm, yeah, it was on my Roller Girl look, and it was the acting challenge. My first challenge was, was an acting challenge. My second was the Snatch Game, and my third was um, the uh, the political challenge where me and Derek Barry won together. My first one was the rapping one. Um What's the tea? You're coming so over tonight good. so we can tell them. You were so kettle. good on that episode. <laughs> you looked Thank amazing. You. Your verse was great. What was the run with that episode? It was evening gowns. Yeah, you look great. You killed that episode, Mary. I was like, oh, Roberta. Right now. I was so happy watching you on All Stars because as your friend, it was so easy to root for you on All Stars, and I had a rough time on season 10. <laughs> um, let's... <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, the mini challenge is so cute. I love when, like, one person is the legs, one person is the arms. Someone, like, that is so funny. That shit is, like, disjointed arms or, like, that shit is always funny. I want to do that with you. I think, can you and I please do something? But I want to do the one from a few seasons ago when you have to lay down and I'm on top of you and then I'm the, the body and you're the legs. That's what I want to do with you. And the arms are so funny that we can do either one. We can do both, but that shit was so funny. And, and honestly, I I really do think that most of the times the mini challenges are just arbitrarily chosen because honestly, they were all funny. Like each one of those was funny. Like there was not a each one. I laughed at each one of them. To be honest, I I, I will say that I think that the mini challenges have gotten substantially better. I mean, I, okay, not that it's not true. I always enjoy the mini challenges, for the most part. And these, this season, I think they're particularly great. I like them a lot. Yeah, that was funny. And honestly, any, anyone could have won the mini challenge. They were all funny. Also, honest, uh, uh, Norvina of Anastasia Beverly Hills, her titties were in that garment. I was like... Girl. I was like, let the girls breathe. They was just... <laughs> I was like... Why you doing your titties like that? Why are you being so mean to your titties? <laughs> um, I I mean, I was, I'll eat my words, but I wrote this down at the top of the thing. I was like, so uh, Rosé and Candy won the um, challenge, and they were able to choose their order. And I was like, I don't think Candy should go first. But obviously, I was wrong about that because she was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. We see, if you're not a show, I mean, I don't think Candy coins herself a comedian. She may. Uh, I don't know her to be a comedian, but I do think that she obviously felt strong in, strong in her abilities because being first and being last are like the two most vulnerable because if you're the first one and you suck, literally everyone else is just going to seem better than you because you started the night off so bad and so shitty. You know what I mean? But she was good. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get there. Sorry. Yeah, but I, I, when I, when her and Rosie were talking about, it, I was like, I wouldn't if I was Katie, I would put myself first. But obviously, you know, that ended up working out um, wonderfully for her. For, wonderfully for her. Um, we, you know, what Katie says on the TikTok. Katie said, uh, "See, uh, you want you want a uh, high in the beginning, and then you want a high middle, and then a high end." 
And I was like, what? I remember being like, what? So the whole show is high. And I was like, bitch, were you high when you said that? <laughs> I wonder, you know, and with Simone, like, I think throughout the season, Simone has, to me, proven to be really funny. Her and God Mink. So I'm like, Simone is not sweating. And she's like, I made everyone laugh in the improv challenge. I made everyone laugh last week. And she's like, I'm going to be good. I called it last week, and I was right. Simone, I called it last week. I, last week, I said, I bet you Mick's going to do well, and I bet you Simone's going to do poorly. And I was fucking right. Simone is not good at improving. Like, when it comes but to, But like, she was doing good at the improv th- challenge. Was she? Yes. Simone won. I, she was either high or she won improv. That's when she had the candle. Simone, when her, she was funnier than Candy in that Oh, the scene. candles Simone were was good enough. But, well, there was something she did where I was like, oh, this girl is not good at, it was, it was, uh, I don't know, it was with the performance and stuff. Maybe because she's, you know what, I don't know why I knew it, but I fucking knew it. For some reason, I was like, <laughs> Simone's not going to fucking do a good job. And bitch, I was right. So eat my ass. To quote Bob, to quote Bob, based on literally nothing, Monet, based on literally nothing. Based on the fact that I was right, I was right. If you are just tuning in, uh, please give a follow to me or Monet Exchange. It would really help us a lot. And you will always know when we have a show going live. So we do every single, mostly, almost every single Saturday, we are here reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race. And you can uh, join the fun. Let's listen to a, uh, a voice note from Dion. Oh, I love Dion. Literally on the podcast, sorry, literally on the podcast, Bob, you said that you thought Simone did the best in the improv challenge. You said Thank you thought you. she should have won. I, I'm scared. This is crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dion is blocked. Block Dion. Dion can't come anymore. No, I'm kidding. Literally, well, again, y'all, Bob like, is crazy. Like, I, I will re, I will re, I will, let me rephrase what I was saying. For some uh, reason, so. I knew Simone wouldn't do a good job, and I was right. So you and Dion can go uh, skip to my loo, my darling, because I was right about this. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm sure by now you've heard of our live episodes using the Stereo app. Remember to download it and get in on all the action. Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time. That's right. As we're recording the episodes, we take questions and comments from our fans. We do things like ask us anything, we give relationship advice, and we also review RuPaul's Drag Race every single Saturday. Check our social to see when we schedule upcoming live shows on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and follow me at BobTDQ so you can connect with us whenever we are live. Go to www.stereo.com slash BobTDQ to get started. Again, that's www.stereo.com slash BobTDQ. Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thottas. Mm-hmm. But here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. 
Can we please um, get to, can we please get to these fucking rehearsals? Because I just can't. Okay. Oh, before we do anything, before I was watching, and me and Ezra were watching together. At one point, I had to get up and walk away because of something Utica said. Utica looked Olivia right in her beautiful smile and said. I really think you're going to excel at this channel. And they immediately cut to Utica being like, I am nervous for Olivia. I think she's going to do poorly in this challenge. And I was like, this bitch, like, I don't know. Maybe she feels pressured to say nice things, even if she does not believe them. But you can also just like shut the fuck up and don't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you and I talked about this, right? When someone asks you in the workroom, like, do you think my snatch game was good? Telling them, bitch, you sucked. That was Asia O'Hara. That was the worst snatch game in Drag Race history. That doesn't serve anyone. It'd be like, it was fine. Like, that's a well, better that's way to go, we, in my opinion. This is why this is why celebrities give you their phone number and they don't give me their phone number. Because we were on Drag Race <laughs> and, Dex, and, and Dex exclamation point was like, guys... I've been told that my padding looks weird. What do you guys think? And I said, well, if I had to pick a word, I would say your padding looks suspicious. Um, I, I could have just been like, girl, your padding is great. But my thought process great. was she my process was she asked me my honest opinion, and I gave this bitch my honest opinion. Like, don't ask me if you don't want to know. I don't go around offering it randomly to people, but if you ask me, oh. I'm going to tell you. And I will say this, you, I'm not saying it's because of me, but I will say that Dax's padding looks great these days. <laughs> if, you, if you've ever been victimized by Bob's unsolicited comments, raise your hand. <laughs> Mitch, put your hand down, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's go into, the, uh, into these uh, rehearsals. Oh, so, like... Candy is like Candy say Candy's saying like I've never done a roast before, but I'm confident. And my first thought was like, where do you she was you know, Candy was like, last time I did a roast, it was terrible, but I'm gonna win this week. I mean, did I don't know where do, she gets the con- Yeah, where did she do it before? Do we know? I don't I don't I am not I'm not sure where she did it, but she was like, I've done a roast and it did not go well, but I know I'm gonna win this week. And I was like, How? How do you get this 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 level of confidence is wild. <laughs> well, you know, I think that also Candy is like, we're like at the end. She was like, I need to channel this. I need just need to just, I think she's doing what, we, what, what we've been telling her all along. Fake it till you make it, bitch. Fake it the fuck till you make it. Let's, we have a, a, a comment. Here it is. Let's listen. Bob, why are you yelling? <laughs> That is from from larger than life uh, drag superstar uh, Jackie Beat, and it's a speech impediment. Jackie, I have a speech impediment that makes me sound like I'm yelling, but I'm actually whispering. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she, Candy, just she has she has a good rehearsal. They're laughing, and um, I think that yeah. Candy is Candy can walk away from this rehearsal feeling confident in her abilities and not being like I need to change everything because that's the worst I, when you do those those rehearsals and then they look they sit there you giving you like the door a blink like. But you know what's worse when you do the rehearsals and then you end up arguing with the judge and y'all start screaming at each other and then you start arguing with your teammates because you are arguing with the judge. So after you experience that, come back and tell me how awkward some silence is. (laughs) Bitch, I was like, nigga, let's fight. (laughs) Um, Got got Mick. I'm going to say this again and I'm sick of having to repeat myself. No one's talking about this. Got Mick is the funniest queen 
of the season. It's not Rose. No. It's not Tina. Yes, I said what the fuck I said. Got the Mick. funniest queen opinion. of the season. In my opinion, Got Mick is the funniest fucking queen of the season. Please send a voice note. Tell me what you guys think because Got Mick has been consistently funny. There was one time where Got Mick was not hilarious, and it was during the the, the holiday Hallmark Rupe Hallmark channel. But every other time, Got Mick has been funny. Every time it is called for someone to be funny, Got Mick has been in the top two. Every That's time, not true. Snatch, it's twice. Snatch Game. It was twice. She won. Well, they've only last been, week in the last week in the branding and also the acting's week two or whatever it was. I didn't think that her. I also did not think that Got Mixed commercial was that bad. Everyone's acting like she just. Fucking well, that was you. You're the, the only literally. To quote again, to quote you on season eight, am I a lonely island or or, or am I living in Staten Island right now? You're living in. You know, you know I'm neither. You're in New Jersey, bitch, because she oh was God. not. The, the good question in the is, am I a lonely island or am I, or am I, or am I in Manhattan? Um, oh. I think they got mixed. It's like got mixed. Snatch game was hands down the funniest one there. Agreed. I think agreed. We'll get, we'll get to got mixed set. Got mixed set was very good. I wrote because got mixed going into the set. She was really nervous, but her jokes were still funny. Like yeah. she was just kind of yeah, nervously giving the jokes, but they were gr- really good fucking jokes. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think that what okay for me, I feel like got mixed <laughs> is the fun is is top two of funniest and challenges. But as I say, like, but what I think, when I say funniest queen of the season, um, yes, you were someone who you were funny in all of your challenges, and I think you were the funniest one in, the, in, in your season, but sometimes that doesn't always translate. Just because you can do and perform the challenges very well and be funny, doesn't mean you're like a funny person, like, throughout the entire episode. So you think she's shit? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my um, God. Now, I, 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 I said what I said. Got Mick is fucking hilarious. It, it, it kept thinking last week when Rose and Tina were arguing who was the funniest, and I was like, bitch, neither one of you. Neither, neither <laughs> the fuck one of you. Uh, um, what is up with Utica? Like, Utica will get critiques from the judges, and she'll be like, I know that you're literally the ones judging me and deciding whether or not I come or go. And whether I stay or if I leave, that being said, fuck you. And I'm just not, I'm just not going to take your advice. It is such a strange strategy because we, it's not like this is like a one-off. She's like, no, I really believe in this jokes. That is her every time she gets critiques. She just leans into what she's doing and she's like, no, I'm good, Ross. I'm good, Carson. What shitty advice? I'm going to do my thing. Michelle, who the fuck are you? Have you ever done comedy? I know what's good for me. And she just literally just be like, I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm going to do me. And maybe there's something to that. Is there? Is there something to that, to always believing in yourself so fiercely? Maybe so, but I would say in this context, it's not good. Like, in yeah. this context, it's not working for you. And I, yeah. I just think that she sh- might want to reconsider her strategy if her strategy yeah. is to be like fuck you guys i know what i'm doing i promise yeah. you i i'm from a very small bubble and it works there so you with your what three decades of experience in show business eat my ass you fat yeah. fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah bitch what, what, what was that show on on bt they used to play that Lonnie love was on was she was she was like a mainstay on there. What's the show again? It was like Comic Jacob, View. Can you figure Lonnie out Love, no, Comic View. Oh, Lonnie oh, Comic, Love oh, was Comic like, View. I love Comic View. Yeah. Lonnie Love was like a mainstay on Comic View. If, if white folk, if y'all don't know, Comic View was like an hour long stand up thing and they would feature many different um, black comedians and sometimes white ones as well, like here and there, but it's predominantly black comedians. And Lonnie Love was like a mainstay on there. Lonnie Love is a very, she has like 
Oh, I mean, I don't know how much critical acclaim she has for her comedy, but I know Lonnie Love has been has been doing stand up for at least since I was since like '97 when I was seven years old. So that's what about two two decades she's been doing comedy as long as I know. Yeah, let's take a, a comment. This is from um, oh my god, my, my baby, it's Naomi Smalls. Lord is lame. <laughs> I don't like Lord. <laughs> Naomi. Oh my I god, Naomi! Fight. I saw Naomi oh god, um, this, so at the Dragon Drive and Drag show. She's so beautiful. Like she's the moment. She's so, and she's so, she 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 has a point. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. Her waist I mean, is so. I was up there looking at her waist like this is. I just kept backstage just grabbing her by her waist, being like, "This is." <laughs> Oh, so you saying say- that you were breaking COVID protocol? Okay, so you oh my God. Let, so you went okay, so you're a super spreader. Got it. Okay, I was in a, I was also in a bee I was also in a beekeeper suit. I forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> um, but like I just love and her number was so good. Like the way that Naomi can like structure a number with like layers so and th- like this is not the queen that I met when I did RuPaul's Drag Race. She is so fucking smart. I love this girl. Anyway, I fucking um, love and stand and worship and praise at the Church of Naomi no, Smalls. No, I love and stand and, and praise and worship Naomi Smalls. Um, if you're one of the 400 people listening right now, I'm Bob the Drag Queen. Sarah and I'm on exchange. I, 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 I got it. I, 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 I. Let's talk about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> and we are uh, reviewing RuPaul's every Saturday right here on the Stereo app. We Stereo review app. RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, and f- if you're not following us, please feel free. Give us a click. Give us a follow. And we would greatly appreciate her. Um, let's go ahead and jump into these performances. First Girl. of all, Candy, I mean, Candy has a few good lines. That line where she said that this is the Olympics of drag, but uh, Nina West was the stadium, that took me out. Yeah, that was good. Naomi. Um, Candy had some good moments. I w- I w- I'll say I was genuinely impressed because I was not expecting because again I don't know Candy to be a comedy queen I've never um, ever do uh, I've never seen Candy's comedy so I was genuinely impressed that she was able to hold the room and be successful what she did I also love what she said uh, when she said your angel needed an angel and I also really got a tickle out of uh, her uh, waiting for her results is like being on the judges panel except she knows that (laughs) that the, her test results are going to be positive. I was like, oh my God, you better work. <laughs> she also said, so I tweeted, um, I tweeted, what did I say? I said, so I get, oh, oh, we can talk about this. So they had all the congenialities except me. Isn't that, well, not all. From They had nine, <coughs> 11 and 12, and they were like, Monet, say your fat black ass in New York. We'll see you next time, baby. Wait. Oh wait, wait, was was Valentina before you? Yeah, Valentina, myself, Nina, Heidi, and Monet was not well, there. May- maybe they've been listening to the podcast and they know you're not really congenial. Maybe they know your ass was faking it the whole fucking time. Maybe they maybe they found out this bitch is a lying ass hoe. They fucking saw a couple of tweets and they were like, nah, son. I also want you all, please send us a voice right now. Who was your favorite? No, what was your favorite read? Tell me that. What was your favorite read during the roast? Because I know yeah. <clears throat> there were some ones that really set me off. Uh, yeah. You have anyone and also, who you, who, 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 
who you enjoyed the most. Also, I tweeted, so I guess my invitation to the roast got lost in the mail. And Candy said, she, she tweeted this, she said, I made a joke saying you must have been busy being successful. And I was like, that was probably so funny. Uh, they cut it for a reason. Um, <laughs> okay, Simone? Simone's roast was hard to watch. I what did uh, Lonnie Love say? I was happy when she left the stage. I was like, bitch, it was uncomfortable for every. There were people filming TV shows in the next uh, in the next lot over who were like, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I am well, you un- know, fucking comfortable. You and I talked about this before. When I don't know what. Oh, when I did the pit stop last uh, for All Stars Five. And um and we I ended up doing the roast episode, um I did the roast episode. Oh, anyway, whatever. Um, she was holding her notes, and I don't understand when queens have their notes. I hate it so bad. I'm like, please memorize the jokes. Please memorize the jokes. Like holding, doing stand up. Or you can write yourself. I'll write myself like a like a like a, a note or a or a or a or a bullet point so that I can remember what the joke is, but not verbatim, right. Mary. Not yeah, verbatim. reading it. It was like uh, uh, Monet Exchange about the drag queen are on Sibling Rivalry Live, and so uh, you should go watch. Monet, you should maybe you should have wrote notes for that for that little read. <laughs> um, I, I was just reading something. Um, yeah, and also yeah. Uh, Simone does this thing where she because it's, it's it is also Pheromone did it too. When you're bombing, you just make a noise, like you know when Pharaoh was like ha. <laughs> it, and, and whenever Simone was bombing, she would just go mm-hmm. and I was like, not you going mm-hmm, like you fucking nailed that joke. She's like, that's right, baby. It's like no, that's wrong. I know what you're doing is all I wrong. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Gorge, but it was that was not the moment. It was not. Next it, no. up was uh. Hold on. Next up, we have uh, Utica. Oh my Utica, god, Utica! Again, Utica is okay. Utica does when Utica starts to lose her footing, she just starts body shaming people. Utica's like uh, Utica's like. Well, that joke was uh, you fat fuck, you you fat piece of shit. You fat piece of fucking garbage. And I know all of y'all love Utica. Y'all get mad anytime Bob and I say anything about Utica, but bitch, it is the fuck what she is. That shit was so cringy. It was very uncomfortable. And, and, And having her body shaming and fat shaming this fucking... To daytime talk show TV host, this woman with like a 30-year comedy career. It was so uncomfortable to watch. I couldn't I couldn't even look at the screen. I had to like look away at the screen. I was like, I can't even watch the screen. It was so not and nice it's, to and see. And it's or not watch. about the it, let's take this comment real quick, because it's not about the body shaving. It's just that the jokes were not funny. Which one do you want us to uh, take, Jacob? There are four in here. Which one do you want us to take? Here we go. I think the funniest comment was Lonnie Love reading Unica. Down. Down. That one had me dying. Oh, oh I so screamed. Funny. It was it was the best part of the whole fucking r- I was gagging. Yeah. But it's this thing like whenever Utica is in her down spot, she just starts br- like lashing out and attacking fat people, which is just a weird and it happened to her. It happened to her in the Sash game when, when she wasn't doing well. She just called pork chop pork fat, when she wasn't doing when she wasn't doing well here. And it and it, it's not because they were body shaming Nina a lot. They kept making fun of her shoulders, making fun of her side. Right. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the it's not just the body shaming. It's just the fact that she was just literally like like she tells a joke. The joke doesn't land. She goes, "You fat piece of shit." 
Your mom's a fat yeah. piece of fucking shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you know what? It, it, it is a roast and everyone is there to get to, to and you know that people people are gonna make jokes about whatever, so that's fine. Like it's not anything about that. It's not about the body shaming and like the fat jokes. It was like they just weren't funny. So if bitch, if you're gonna make a joke about me being fat, or about me being balding, or about whatever about me, and again, I love yeah, what people listen, if you're gonna make, make a joke about Monet being fat or like Monet being balding, or Monet having go. like massive hands, or like Monet's feet looking like potatoes, or you're gonna make a joke about Monet, like how she breathes heavy when she walks up the stairs. If you're gonna make a joke about the fact that like Monet Oh wait, did, did you did you have it? <laughs> I was like, oh, if you're watching this, I was like, I know this is coming. Like, here we go. Uh huh. Uh huh. You, you um, shouldn't have got me started, bitch. <laughs> now I would do the same to you, but I want us to remain friends after this podcast. So, um, yeah. So if <laughs> if you like, I love when people make jokes. Like, I love I love roast. I love when people make fun of me for shit that I don't even know what's funny about me. You know what I mean? I love that shit, but yeah. it has to be funny. It has to be funny, and it wasn't. Yeah, and, and I was like, y'all, I mean, call this bitch Timothy McVeigh because she is fucking bombing. I was like, this is not the moment. It's not the moment, mom. I'm so sorry. Oh, um, my and, God. Was that, that a, was that a was that an Oakland City bombing? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, call her Timothy McVeigh, bitch, because she was bombing, girl. Um, <laughs> not bombing against cancels. Say- <laughs> Can I just say, I will say this though, but the moment where she started making fun of RuPaul, RuPaul flicks her off, it was that was iconic. That was it iconic. Was. And then Pearl tweeted out, Pearl tweeted out a picture of RuPaul flicking off Utica and said, Can you put a nail on for your show? Honestly, at this point, if I was RuPaul, I'd be like, Bitch, I don't need to put on a fucking. Hello, nail. RuPaul, I don't care. <laughs> but also, anytime Bitch. RuPaul flips off Queens or anybody else, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, she, oh, she, had, she had gloves on the runway. And okay, I will say this. When I see queens wearing, well, Maru is not wearing mesh gloves, but when I see queens wear like a black mesh glove or some type of mesh glove to cover the fact they're not wearing nails, I'm like, bitch, we can still see your fucking nail. Like, at least paint your nail. I, I, that's always an eyesore to me. I'm really into nails with glo- gloves with nails on them. I, I love, what are you, why are you making that face? You like nail gloves? Ew. <laughs> Bob, wow, no, me, and, me, and Val- me and Valentina would like to have a word with you. Yeah, from Valentina, that was like 2016, and not in nail Bitch, gloves. Valentina are wore trash. them on the episode that Valentina wore them on the episode that aired yesterday. Did she? Well, I don't know this, but when I see nail gloves, like no, I'm not, I'm not gonna say no names of some queens, but I see some queens that Bob does a show with on HBO who love nail gloves, and I'm looking <laughs> at the TV like this bitch look crazy. This white bitch look crazy. Not, not, not to point out who it is. Um, I, I mean, typically speaking, I don't wear nail gloves. I almost Monet knows. I almost always glue nails on. But yeah. I do like. I mean, I, I have worn. I wore nail gloves on my season of Drag Race. So I, I like. I like nail gloves. I just think they look. I wore them with my clown look. I had nails on my clown look. But I like nail gloves. Whatever. I like them. Okay. Let, okay. Okay. Uh, when Mick got up, that UTI bit was really funny. Talk about God Mick now. That UTI bit was yeah. fucking funny, and and also yeah. like I think honestly, probably one of, one of the best jokes of the night was when one of the best jokes from a roaster of the night was when she said, uh, "I uh, I cannot believe I'm ever doing my comedy in front of Lonnie Love." I mean, I knew they're going to be budget cuts, but I didn't think it would affect the judges panel. <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was good. That's how you re- that's how you read someone for their comedy, not being like. Why the fuck should you be up here doing com- uh, judging comedy, Lonnie Love? You fat piece of fucking shit. 
Oh my God, you have called Alani Love fat more times than Utica thought about it. Okay, I'm gonna need you to calm down on the fat. I'm just quote. I'm just quoting uh, the the tweet queen of America, Utica. I'm taking my name. Look right now. I have I've been I've done a few review shows in my day. You will get in. I'm trying. Fans do not like when you make fun of skinny white twinks. They will come for you. They will get you, Monet. So I'm just letting you know Girl. right now. Say something mean about you, because these fans are gonna eat your ass up. Oh my God, we have a miscong- a real miscongeniality, a true <laughs> miscongeniality. Let's get a message from a, from an actual miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, now, for those the of you fact who that she well, thought Nina was. For those of you who don't speak well, Nina West just said, I can't believe Utica called me a fat bitch on TV. Um, I mean, but also the, the, the thought that she even thought, the, the fact that she thought about the whale thing, I'm like, I guess this may be a callback to Nemo, but it would have been funny. See, okay, if she had layered that and built up to the whale thing, it could have been funny and making some type of clown jokes and clown fish and like do that whole bit but it just came out of nowhere it didn't go anywhere and just was not funny i mean there's a way to call nina west a whale that's funny like she could have started off by looking at her and being like well 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 we have nina west here like <laughs> that you know what i mean but not just being like you fat piece of fucking garbage um, we said have a funny whale joke bob not a basic whale joke thank you so much uh, anyway um do you have any more thoughts about um, Mick's uh, bit? No, it was I so thought, good. I thought I, I thought Mick was very funny. I thought Mick was very, and I, I, I say this every week about her and Simone, uh, particularly. But they really surprised me how funny that they can both be. Yes, I know, not Simone this week, but in past weeks, Simone has surprised me a lot about how funny she is, and Mick keeps on doing the same to me too. I, I'm really enjoying her. You don't have to nail it every week to be a comedy queen. I mean, Lawrence. According Shane to you, according steps. to you, if you're not, if, if, if no. you're not, if you're not funny every week, then you're the worst queen in America. According to Bob. I did not say that. All I said was, like, Lawrence Chaney uh, slipped on a few comedy challenges. I didn't happen to me. Um, but um, <laughs> Oh, my God. But it, it happens to people. I have not experienced that on my... But also, to be fair, we only had eight episodes before the finale, so I had very few opportunities to fuck up. But I will say, out yeah. of those eight episodes, I won three of the challenges. I won almost half the challenges for my season. Never forget almost. that. Almost. Okay, that's not... Almost. Almost, baby. Not, that's and, not and half. Bitch, almost. You... And you and you won almost zero of your no, actually not almost. You won zero from your season. <laughs> well, that's not true. I won too many challenges, so not not the Candy Muse. Okay, I, I won the mini challenge. Um, <laughs> let's go on to Olivia. Olivia Lux is. I don't. I'm not into this cutesy like yeah. tiptoeing up to the. Hi everyone. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to be. <laughs> Saying mean it, things, but uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> bitch, how old are yeah. you? How the yeah. fuck old are you? Why are you talking like that? I agree. It was, it, I was, it was endearing at first. Like when the season first started, it was endearing, and I was like, oh my god, she's so cute. But now it's now it seems a little bit disingenuous to me. And again, I don't know Olivia very, I, not very well. I don't know Olivia at all. I never met Olivia. We we've had a phone conversation. Um, at this point, but I don't know much about her. But it just seems disingenuous. Why the fuck like would you? Trying. Why were you? Why were you talking to Utica's man on the phone? <laughs> why the fuck <laughs> were you talking to Utica's man on the fucking phone? 
And she's like, she's doing this cutesy thing. Maybe it's not really who she is, and that I don't like. But I don't know her, so who knows? Well, it seems like she just wants it to be, she really wants it to be a part of her brand, even when she's not feeling, which, I mean, honestly, go off. But it doesn't particularly speak to me. And, like, being like, <laughs> I'm going to talk like a baby and... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like this I is not. I, I'm, I don't like it. I don't want it. I, I don't like it. I'm not interested in it. And I it definitely did not that. work for this challenge. It did not work for this challenge at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what could have been funny? She came out with ahead. this. With if she came out in this baby thing and like did some type of fierce joke and be like, "All right, bitch, I'm grown." I, I don't know, like something to break out of that to make it like really, uh, like make make a drastic change. And that could have maybe been a funny bit in her thing, but it was not great. And uh, talk, you know, Utica, I mean, Utica, Olivia is guilty of being the worst offender of this. She read every single word verbatim from her notes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. paper blocking the camera, it was so close to her face, verbatim read every single, I was gagged that she did that. Gagged. Yeah, yeah, me too. Same. Same Z's. Uh, I was, that, that shook me up. And let's get into Rose. I mean, Rose's doing Rose. fine. Yeah, it wasn't particularly amazing. Again, I want to say I thought Rosé was funny, but I wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh my God. And to be honest, I don't think anyone killed it. I didn't like listen to anyone set and I was like, oh my God, this bitch is really funny. I was like- No, like, Lonnie like Love Katie, killed it. Lonnie Love, Lonnie Love killed it with that one line. <laughs> honestly, I was like, Candy is funny and I thought Rosé was funny, but I didn't think either of them were like, bitch, you better work. That shit took me, I was like, yeah. And then- The top oh, two were Candy and Mick. Candy and Mick were the top two. Oh, right. Not the Mickey, not the Mickey, it's the Mickey erasure for me. It's the oh Mickey erasure for me, Monet. I, yeah, um, I will say I, this. It yeah. got to a point where Rose was not telling jokes. She was just airing the building on Heidi. Like, I was like, She was airing the what? Building, like airing the building. Like, just putting, like, putting Heidi's, like, she was like, yeah, nigga, you wanted to fuck me. You couldn't get no pussy with your whack ass. Can you, yeah, can nigga, you I, talk I don't want to fuck you. Do you know what people talk about when we did the reading challenge on season 10 and I said, um, and I made that joke about Cracker and you, I was like, I was like, something, something, something. Cracker's the only queen on Drag Race who had to fuck Bob the Drag Queen to get to the top or something like that. And everybody was like, it was like that meme. Oh! <laughs> so you don't, so you don't, so you don't want to tell people how you got this job on this podcast. All right, go off. Um, the Bob you, the Drag Queen casting couch. The, 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 the Bob the you, Drag Queen Kevin Spacey <laughs> casting couch. Do you want to take some of these uh, comments on their favorite reads? Yeah, I'm going to take one. I'm going to press Sean H. Have you all ever actually seen RuPaul stand up in her sweatpants at the judging table? Okay, this is a myth. A myth that I. I have, everyone alleges, and they swear up and down, that RuPaul is wearing sweatpants under the judging table. I have never seen that. I've never, when, when on my season 10, when we, when RuPaul walks in, he's wearing his full gown under the thing, and he walks, and when he walks out. So, I've never seen Ru in this alleged fake sweatpants, sweatpants thing ever. Okay, I have a completely different experience from one exchange. <laughs> I have uh, seen RuPaul wearing, wearing the, the Uggs and the, or the slippers and the sweatpants behind the booth but also bitch why would you not like when we do drag at home you think we're all in full tucked and in eight inch stilettos um below the table no girl i mean I to be fair i did 
you're not. To be fair, I did do that for the pit stop, but also I was filming myself from the knees down on the pit stop. Um, but like, yeah, girl, it it makes sense. Actually, if you look close enough, you'll see on the runway RuPaul is cinched and behind the judges table, she's not. Damn! Now you're trying to you you. Oh my God! World the, the, the difference if, is you're scared and I'm not. That's the difference. Monet's I'm like not I've never seen. Monet's like believe it or not, I've done two entire. I've done two seasons of Drag Race, and when I did it, RuPaul was actually standing at attention in stilettos on point <laughs> like a ballerina. She didn't eat Ask the whole time, any, and she was cinched, and she was cinched smaller than Violet Chachi. Okay. First of all, I don't know what Bob is I mean, I mean, maybe there's some reality where y'all always saw RuPaul get up. We maybe in season ten, we maybe saw RuPaul get up from the table maybe three times, maybe. And on season and All Stars four, I don't remember seeing him get up, but maybe he did. But in my season of Drag Race, I guess in Bob's season, RuPaul was just getting up for fun and getting up and twirling around like Lady Bunny doing dun dun dun. dun, dun. I don't know, but we didn't see him get up that often. Like maybe once or twice, no. we saw him. RuPaul would get up every single time after the lip sync. RuPaul would get up and go off stage and watch the lip sync behind the curtain and then come back and then give us her verdict. There was one time that RuPaul was still in full drag from episode. It was the episode for uh, it was the episode for um, The Wizard of Oz. And RuPaul was wearing the blue peplum catsuit and she kept everything on. And she came from behind the table and she was like showing us. She was like, I'm still in full drag, motherfuckers. I still got it. And then she started running. And she literally did start runwaying in front of us. She was like at the base of the oh stage, my God. runway. We were, we were all like clapping and screaming. And she was like, yeah, bitch, I still got it, motherfucker. It's lunchtime. And then we all went on a lunch break. I love So how actually, Bob yes, RuPaul is. did jump up and so yes, RuPaul did actually jump up and gak around for I us. I don't, I don't think she likes y'all. I don't think she likes y'all. I can say I love how vulgar Ru is off of the show. That shit correct. When RuPaul be nigga in up and down that studio, she be like motherfucker in. She be like, y'all bitches. I love it. I love, love, love that. Let's uh, take another Tatiana. one. So Tatiana. My favorite read was when Candy said RuPaul was so old that when Candy asked her to act her age that she died, I died laughing. It was so damn funny. Now, I've Tatiana heard the can joke barely, before. Tatiana could barely get that message she was laughing. She couldn't even, she couldn't even, just like, it was, and then, wait, and then, and then it, it's, it's an old <laughs> joke, but it's still, it's, it's still funny. Yeah, you know, I didn't say it wasn't. Yeah, uh, let's take. Oh, we have one from our uh, our producer. <laughs> um, I actually used to work with uh, Olivia a lot at Look Queen, and honestly, she is like that a lot of the time. Like, she is really nice and really sweet. Um, like, she's definitely the Miss Congenial of the season. Of the season, um, I do think she's also trying to make it a little bit too much into her brand, specifically for this challenge. Oh my God, Jacob! Just say y'all fucking. Just just say y'all fucking at this point, Jacob. Jesus Christ! Okay. Well, Jacob's you clearly not. haven't been to his. You, you clearly haven't been to his OnlyFans because, honey, the footage is fierce. Um, I Jacob's OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's OnlyFans, girl, it's lit. Um, I think Jacob is wrong though. I think Utica is the miscongeniality of the season, and I said what I said. <laughs> okay, let's take uh one or two more. Which one? Which one you want? Do you want? You want to pick one? You want me to pick? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna choose. I got it. Let's take Kenny. I think the best performance was Got Mix, and the worst performance was Utica, hands down. Yeah. yeah, I mean easily, easily, easily. All right, let's let's move on. Um, I'm gagged. There was no runway. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with y'all? Well, they let's did it last look. season, Bob. They didn't. They didn't last season. 
I, uh, when I you just did, don't when, when you did pit stop and I did it with you, there was no there was no runway for the for the roast challenge. I mean, I was probably gagged then too. Like that is wild to me that they did not. Anyway, I, I just can't believe they didn't have a, a runway. But we gotta we're gonna talk about these looks anyway. Um, so I want to kick it off by saying Utica started off her whole, she started off the week with an apology. I want to apologize my performance in this episode of, uh, Drag Race, especially to Lonnie Love, Michelle Visage, and Nina West. The jokes were in bad taste and my attempt at roast humor was, for the lack of better words, horrible. Making fun of people's size is not okay. I'm truly sorry. Money, what do you think about that? Um, I like that she apologized, but I want to say again, I would like... If you're typically at a roast, everyone is there. Like, you know, like, some jokes are going to be said. And you can't say jokes about people's size. I mean, for uh, again, to your own taste. You know what I mean? But it has to be really funny. Yeah. And you have to go about it in a way that is not demeaning and, like, and like just downright mean and, like, disrespectful. Yeah, I agree. It, 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 it ha- I mean, t- to quote it, I, I hate to sound like we just keep saying this over and over, but it has to be funny. And they just were yeah. not funny jokes. If you're one of the yeah. 1,400 people listening right now, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Bob the Drag Queen. I'm on Exchange. And we are reviewing uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, The Nice Girls Roast. If you're not following us, please feel free. We are here every single Saturday reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race. And um, let's get into these looks, Mo. So, I mean, first of all, RuPaul looks so fucking slutty. I don't love this little uh, this little skirt thing, but yeah. her body is dumb, dumb. It's dumb. You see, her body's so this good. Is- this is what I'm saying with the gloves. Like those are nice because they're opaque and you can't see her nail beds. But if they were like a black mesh, you would see that she wasn't wearing nails, and it's not as impressive, in my opinion. It doesn't look good. She looks so she looks so slutty, and this look is just. I mean, I, again, I don't love the 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 crinoline, but it, but she just looks so hot, and I just keep thinking to myself, this bitch is sixty. This is crazy. I think Rue's face and hair look stunning. The bodysuit is not my favorite. I mean, I think that I've ordered this leotard on Amazon. I mean, on AliExpress before. Um, but I think Rue's face and body look great. I just don't love the bodysuit. I'd be really but shocked if RuPaul was wearing an AliExpress um, garment on the runway. Also, we do want you to tell us which was your favorite look. So if you're listening, please send us a voice note telling us what your favorite look is. As soon as Candy walked out, I said, wow, she looks beautiful. This is a store-bought dress. This, And if it's not, it looks like it. Um, it but is, that it being is. said, she looks she looks gorgeous. Um, a little bit of titty would have made her waist look even smaller. I get a lot of the girls this season are not wearing titties. It's like a thing. I don't think Utica yeah. wears titties. Simone doesn't wear them. Mick doesn't wear them. Um, Candy. It's like a thing. Like Candy doesn't wear them. Like the girls don't wear titties anymore. But also, Candy has a very short neck, and these chokers are not doing her favors. And she they loves don't, they don't a choker. Her. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, uh, Candy but she's doesn't gorgeous. Wear titties. Yeah. Oh yeah, she looks beautiful. The makeup is stunning. The, I, I love this this nude lip. I love the liner. I love this human hair moment. Um, but Candy is one of the queens who doesn't wear a titty, and I'm like, I'm not mad at it for. I don't know why. And I have talked about other girls like not corseting and yada yada yada. But for some reason, when Candy does not wear a titty, I'm still into it. I think it's because Candy is a larger person, so up top she it still anchors out because her body is broad. She's big, so when she cinches yeah. in up top, she's just naturally going to fill out. But a little bit of titty will make it will make her waist look even smaller. Um, let's yeah. go into Simone, who's wearing a, okay. a Christy, who's wearing Christy Gaggy, which is Gigi Guzman. 
Work. I will say she look. I mean, I can see Gigi Good wearing this outfit. I feel like I've seen Gigi wear this hairstyle similarly before, and I'm sorry, but I wanted her to have a hip. Uh, I mean, Simone is literally straight up and down. I if she had put just you know you know those little like bumblebee booties that Violet the Violet and Vanjie wears. Yeah, the bumblebee the bumblebee buzz. Ba- Valentina wears them too. Yeah, like if she would have just put that on, I'm like, why did you like she? It, it, I, I, Everything else looks great. And just great. so you guys I know, when, 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 when Monet and I say a bumblebee butt, it's like a padding. So typically most drag queens padding goes down at least to their mid-thigh, if not all the way to the knee. And it goes like almost from like the middle of your thigh in the front to the middle of your thigh in the back. But there's these little bumblebee pads that's literally just a butt. So it, can, it looks like a little bumblebee's butt. And it has like a little tiny hip in it too to give you shape from the front as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, d- I don't love this dress. I'm not here to drag Gigi Good's mom, but I don't love this garment um, in general. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, Christy. Really Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com FM slash Music Plus Talk. That's anchor.fm slash M-U-S-I-C-P-L-U-S-T-A-L-K to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. Let's go into Utica. What the fuck? What is, what is Utica wearing? What is Utica wearing? What is she, <laughs> she wearing? Looks, she looks like... Miss Frizzle from the 1800s. It's like, I, 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 I don't know. I Can don't you know. believe when Ross said this was his favorite look of Utica's from the whole season? I gagged. I said, Ross just be saying shit sometimes. I genuinely, Ross just be saying shit. Just saying anything. Maybe, maybe there's a chance that Ross wasn't there for the sleeping bag episode and it was Carson's week. But, bitch, maybe. that sleeping bag changed the game this i don't even know what i'm it looks like she's wearing th- each one of these pieces is completely separate from the other this floral length gown with this weird uh overcoat with the ruffle sleeves that are carmen miranda with the bubbles in your head that authority with what is this weird bang this look is not good i was so gagged when it went and even rupaul was like i love this look and I was like, "What is so and then, crazy?" And then, of course, Utica. And then, of course, Utica couldn't take the comments, so she goes, "I wish I could say the same about you." And I was like, "Utica, the roast is over, bitch. The roast <laughs> is over. What the hell's wrong with you?" It's the double standards for me. I feel like if another queen, if Candy came out in this, I feel like they would read Candy. But because it's Utica and she's now the kooky girl, they're like, oh, you just look so good. And that fucking, that bothers me so much because this, the same girl would not get the same. Uh, uh, Utica shit if they wore the same outfit and it really gets on my nerves. 
Oh, Monet, don't don't make fun of the skinny white twinks. They're gonna drag you, girl. They're gonna get you. I don't don't, give a don't trade places. Fuck. Don't trade places with what I've been through, Miss Sophia, Miss Seely. Don't trade <laughs> places with what I've been through, Miss Seely. Um, let's go on to Olivia, who's wearing Garo Sparrow. I do not like this. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. And you know, Garo Sparrow is expensive as fuck, girl. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't like this. I don't like this. No. I mean, okay. I don't not seeing... like it. It's fine. It's fine. Also, this middle picture of uh of of Olivia. Have you seen that GIF of Lisa Simpson going? Jacob, can you look up the GIF? Oh, it's not a GIF. It's just a picture. It's a meme of Lisa Simpson looking like shock or something, and it that's how Olivia looks in this middle. I think, I think I know what picture you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, it's very that. Now go back to the picture of Olivia and tell me that's not in the middle. That's not how she's looking. <laughs> Mitch, can we put these anyway, side by side? Work. I mean, we, we, I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, I know you all can't see what we're talking about, so sorry. But basically, I mean, this look is not great. And I, 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 I also feel like wearing something like this would be better if you were, like, stumping the runway and not, like, tiptoeing being shy. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Let's go on to Got Mick. Got Mick uh, looks evil as hell. She does. Um, Got Mick makes her eye makeup so big. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, she does. Cute. With the with the skinniest little eyebrows, with the tiniest yeah. little eyebrows. Um, yeah, I mean this. Those, I, I those, 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 those are those are um so, some vintage kitten with a whip eyebrows, girl. <laughs> oh my god drag me um i wish that she was wearing her hip pads here because when when when, when yeah. Mick pads her body's bananas but i think yeah. I, I think that a lot of them were really phoning it in this week with their looks to be honest yeah this wasn't their best i mean if again if this outfit had a, a hip in it and even a little titty on this too i would have been like ooh, va va boom but it's well, just, Mick, just straight up like that Mick didn't wear a titty a hip or a corset because the dress was backless so i think that mick oh. was really uh, you know, relying on the dress to do the bulk of the work. What the fuck is Rose wearing? <laughs> what is this, Monet? What the this fuck is shit. this? I'm serious. You need to answer I my don't... fucking question. Right, this is your friend. This is your fucking friend. What's your friend wearing right now? A girl, the renaissance of it all. I don't know. This is, it's like a little 80s renaissance thing moment. I don't know. It, I did not jive with it. When she came out, I generally had a, ah, at my screen. I was like, oh, God. And why were the, and why were the judges boosting this shit up? And not to mention, I cannot believe she had the nerve to wear this and make fun of anybody's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, were you dressing as Nina West? Like, what the hell Girl, is going on on this day? Yeah, she looked cray. I'm not into this at I also all. don't think I like, I don't like mohawks for her. Has she worn a bunch? Of, oh, she wore it on the other one, the blue ruffle. She's worn it. This is at least her. This is at least her third. Her third mohawk, and I do not like them for her. And yeah, like, why does like her contour like, look a little dirty? Like, is it mean? Does her contour look a little like? I think that's just the angle muddy. of this picture. But these like gray maybe. jazz pants. But I think it may be like a cat suit with like that like fabric that every drag queen has at the top. Yeah, this is not a great. And for the past two weeks, like the week before and the week before that, Rosé was really like. I'm like, okay, this is like her her client. Rosé is really selling, the, like, doing the motherfucking thing with the fashion. And then she brought it right back down to zero. 
on this look. This is not yeah. cute. I mean, the the queens really phoned it in on these looks. I mean, they phoned it. I mean, C- Candy Muse is wearing a dress from the store. <laughs> Like girl, the girls, I are told you, phoning it. That in. is that is the dress from a store right off um, the Castle Hill stop on the six train called Hood Clothing Boutique, and she paid about thirty five dollars <laughs> for this dress. I'm telling you, I have it. I I know they have them in Santiago right here in L A. I'm like, girl, this is not the this is the meet and greet dress, not not a RuPaul's yeah. Drag Race dress, not a RuPaul's Drag Race. All right. Let's now, you know, Florence Delee, even though Florence Delee is is, is uh, not. You counted her out. You counted her out. Florence came back this week and <laughs> let you have it, bitch. Because <laughs> she had another rosé. So at this point, uh, Florence Delee has had 14 looks on Drag Race season 13. Rachel Ann Dombey has had eight, all from Utica. But you, this, is her, this is her debut. But I got a feeling Rachel Ann Dombey will not be making a return this season. Um <laughs> Casey Caldwell with six, but I was wrong about Florence, so who knows? Um, yeah, Marco Casey Marco Cal- has Casey Caldwell six. has six. Marco has six. Go ahead. You keep going. Black and White Striped has six. Three Candy, three Olivia. Josh Aponte is holding steady at five. So is Coco Vega because Coco Vega is all Elliot, and Diego Montoya has four. Domino has four. I got to feel that Diego and – I got to feel that Diego and uh, Diego and Domino are going to come in really strong toward the end with some looks. I think so too. Um, but yeah, uh, Casey, Marco, and Black and White are all tied with six looks each. Um, yeah. This episode was interesting. So I wrote after this. Also, the congeniality test must have been back. They they fucking breeze through those. The what? Um, the the the, the Their sets must have been bad because they just fucking breeze through those. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was they they couldn't show their whole thing. This roast would be like eight hours long. This is not it's not a, this is not a Comedy Central special. This is a, this is supposed right. to be a ten minute challenge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the lip sync. Wait, wait, wait. We, we we have some comments. People have to left some comments for us. All right, let's listen. This is about let's who see. they whose outfits they like the most. Yes, just go to Jawbreaker. I think Simone looked the best tonight. The way the gold and the hair uh-huh. come into her skin so much was beautiful like honestly okay yes the colors but the outfit looked crazy she looks no no jawbreaker no let's go to uh dominique hayden hey i don't know if y'all heard this and i don't even really know if it's right it was on reddit but uh for simone like Gigi good did her hair and Gigi good's mom made her dress so I mean, it was okay, I guess, but like the fact that it was made by them, I think that's pretty freaking cool. <laughs> She's yeah. like, it was I, but I know. love Dominique. Dominique calls it on on I think Ebony, or maybe I'm confusing with this, but Dominique, we get Dominique a lot. I like Dominique. Let's listen to Marlon. Best look, best looks definitely go to Candy and Simone for me this episode. Um, Candy looked amazing. Her body what? was. Snatched together, Simone looks ethereal in gold, and that face ethereal. was stamped. I I agree about Candy. I think the can I really do think that Candy looked beautiful. Like she looks fucking stunning. I'm I, I'm just mad because the dress was clearly off the rack, but she really yeah. did look amazing. I think she looked good too. But to say that Simone looks ethereal, and again, I have been singing Simone's praises all season long. I love Simone, but ethereal and that her no, not to not not tonight. It also seems clear that Candy had her dress uh, modified. Like, she had it altered a little bit to, like, yeah, s- she, fit her body. She added stones. Yeah. 
also. She added. No, I don't think she had the stone. The, the stones were already on there. I think that she had it cinched in. No, no, no. She added stones to. You can you can tell. Look at the top. It's not it's not equal. And she added it to her shoes as well. Drag her. All right. Let's uh, listen to this last one from Jacob. <laughs> oh my God. What do you think about the fact that? they weren't allowed to have um, a runway to save them this episode because usually in these challenges, if they bomb, they can save themselves in the runway, like with, when Brooklyn did Snatch Game and then came out with an amazing runway. Um, so, yeah, what do you think about them going straight from the challenge to critiques? Yeah, it, it could have helped some of the girls. It could. I think it probably would have helped Simone. Simone always has great runways. It, um, it probably could have even helped Utica. You know what I mean? Because Utica has had Maybe. some really big runaways this season. Um, but and, this was what? Yeah, this that, is like Utica's third time in the bottom, right? Yeah, third time. Yeah, third time. Yeah. Mm, I mean, time. it happens though. I mean, t- listen, Taste would like to have a word with you. Taste did four. Taste was in the bottom four times and made it to the finale. Oh my God, Utica is in my position. I was, I was the one before top five. Oh my God, maybe she's gonna do a, a podcast with Lonnie Love. Um, <laughs> Called, called Slim Thick. Um, so it was weird. The it was weird during, during, oh no, we haven't even done the critiques. It was weird during the critiques when, oh, yeah. oh, when they were like, Olivia, do you think you met the challenge? And she was like, yeah, I met, the, I, I, I met the challenge. And RuPaul was like, you think you met the challenge? She goes, I think I met the challenge. And I was She's like, like, did I stutter, bitch? She's like, is my, is my name on exchange? Did I stutter? No, <laughs> I was like, I, wait, I, I was like, well, you stuttered, during, you stuttered during your fucking performance. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is it is weird how she was like I did great and we were like girl Utica I mean Olivia it was one of the worst ones it wasn't it was bottom three granted there's only six people but you were in the bottom half you know yeah yeah I agree but I mean there's also something to be said about like um yeah I thought I did well and also I mean that's like, listen listen if you are the if you know you did bad it is literally going to it cannot hurt you to say I think I did good you know what I mean like there's like that yeah. can't hinder you. And during Untucked, Olivia was like, what do you all think about my um, set? I want I wanted to know your honest opinions. And they were like, honestly, you weren't great. She was like, well, fuck you, first of all, because I think I did well. I think I did a good job. And I was like, Olivia, why did you ask? Like, these hoes really be out here asking questions. They genuinely don't. Just, you know, honestly, you, it's also okay to look at someone and say, can you guys please, I, I feel bad right now. Can you affirm me? Can you tell me that I am talented and I am good at things? Don't say, honestly, what's your honest opinion about how I, my, my set? Because they let you, they let, they were like, Olivia wasn't good. And she goes, well, I did a good job. So eat my That's fucking asshole. That- that's some of that Drag Race Jedi mind, girl. Drag Race be playing with your mind. So, okay, at this point, you've been away from home for so long. You haven't had, like, if you, you know, you, you probably have floundered. You don't think you're funny anymore. You think you're talking about drag queen. It's like all the psychology of the show. At this point, it's like at it's like one of its most peak times. And I didn't watch Untucked, but, like, I think Utica and Olivia fucking. Because Utica was like, well, I I did. Um, I do feel a special bond with everyone here. But um, there was something about Olivia. And I did ask her out on a a date. And oh my God, said, did yes. he really? Yeah, she was like, I sorry, my Olivia, my Utica. You made her into a character from the fucking Wiggles. I'm like, am I watching uh, Nick, Nick, Nick Jr.? 
Um, but anyway, she asked Olivia out on a date, and apparently Olivia said yes. Can you please do my impersonation of, of Unica, please? Um, I just I just feel so bad about sending Tina home, but she. That's so stupid. Do you agree that Candy won? Yes, I think overall. Yes, I do. I think I think Candy deserved to win this week. I, I actually think that mix set was a little bit better than um, Candy's. I was gonna say that, but you have to also remember, you, Mick came after Olivia, so that made Mick look even better. Whereas Candy started off the night, so she, Candy was in a more vulnerable position than Mick, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, and I think that maybe all over, maybe Candy had a better. Honestly, it could have gone to Mick or Candy, and I'd have been like, yeah, yeah, sure, either one yeah. of them, because everyone else bombed. <laughs> not yeah. Rose. Rose yeah. didn't bomb. Rose did not yeah, bomb. Rose but I do bomb. agree that yeah, Rose was good. funnier. She was funnier in her rehearsal than she was on stage, though, which, that sucks. I feel like if Tina came, Tina would have been, like, she's tweeting that, y'all missed me this week, huh? I don't know. Maybe Tina would have, like, learned from her past mistakes and she would have been fierce. I have a sneaking suspicion that Tina is going to uh, post her roast somewhere online, and we can all be the judges for it. Oh, she did. Tina has posted her roast on, uh, three hours ago, on her Instagram. Work. Yeah, if you want to check it out on, on, on Tina Burner's YouTube page, um, you can uh, go. It's like six minutes long. Okay, um, we, we, have, we, we have we have we have one. Go ahead. We have yeah. I was just about to say something. We have a comment from JC okay. Cooper. Cop, My impersonation of Utica set is the following. Ooh, hee hee, you're fat. Ooh, hee hee, you're ugly. Ooh, ah, you're not smart. Ooh, hee ah, ooh, hee hee. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're fat, fat fuck, fat fucking piece of fucking lard, fat fucking uber fucking oh big my fat god. Um, fat fucking fat fuck. Oh fucking my god. Okay, anyway, so um, what do you think about the lip sync? Who won? Simone, hands down. Boom, boom, boom. Dusted boom. her. I love the way, I love the way Simone lip syncs. I really enjoy Simone's lip sync. I think she's really talented. And she, if she, assuming, I mean, I think we all know Simone is going to the finale. There's, I mean, not unless Simone fucking bombs, she does some crazy shit to be disqualified next week. Simone going to the finals and said, they're going to be, I don't, I can't see anyone, well, besides Rosé. If Rosé goes to the finals, Rosé would be Simone's biggest lip sync competition because I don't see anyone else out out lip syncing Simone. I think that, okay, first of all, I think you might be shocked at what Got Mick can do. Got Mick did, posted this, like, disco performance on her YouTube, on her Instagram page that was bananas. I think Got Mick is actually more talented than we think she is. I think the only way that Simone will lose this season is if Got Mick pulls some banana shit in the next couple of episodes. There are, like, three or four more episodes left. If Simone, yeah. if Got Mick pulls some crazy shit, because if Simone wins even one more challenge, she will be the record holder for most challenge wins in one season. And I know y'all keep saying Ben de la Creme. I'm talking about actually, like, because on All-Stars, two people win each episode, but on Drag Race, only one person wins. So it's the, the win is a little bit harder to earn. So this is, like, it, this is this is her season to lose. To lose. It Can is Simone's season to lose. By the time this season ends, this season would have been going on for almost five months. 
This season started in January. On January, on the first Friday of the year, the season started. This is insane. Oh my god! Wait, what? This season started. The, the it premiered on. I want to say New Year's Day, right? Wasn't New Year's Day this year like a Friday? So it ended up. Well, hold on. Yeah, this season started uh, the first day of the year was the first episode of Dragger season thirteen, and we're going into April. By the time it ends, it will be May. <laughs> that is crazy. Thank you for joining Paramount Plus. Um, that's wild. <laughs> they better work. They better fucking work, girl. Uh, I mean, Utica went home. Uh, also, I want to point out that Candy. A lot of folks online were like, "We do not agree that that uh, that uh, Tina Burner scrubbed her." It, it must be a New York City thing because at the top of the episode, Candy was like, she fucking whopped her. And I was yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a New York thing. Maybe like New York Queens maybe. all just kind of like the same lip syncing. Maybe, you know? but yeah, agreed. Right, Monet, who is going to win Drag Race? Simona got Mick, hands down. It's one of no, those. No, no or, no or, no or, bitch. Pick one right now. If I had to choose one right now in this moment... Simone. If you were a gambling man, Simone. Yeah, Simone. I agree. Simone. 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 She's going to win Drag Race. Um, yeah. Um, well, thank you all for joining us. Listen, every Saturday, Monet Exchange and I are right here on the Stereo app reviewing RuPaul's Drag Race. And according to this season, we'll be here for another fucking 40 weeks because this season's never going to end. I'm not complaining, <laughs> but damn. <laughs> they need to give us a break before All-Stars. They better not kick an all they, If they announce an All-Stars cast next week, I'm going to take my fucking iPhone and chuck it out of my window and hope it lands at 1515 Broadway for the, at the Viacom offices. If they announce All-Stars, I'm going off. I'm going to be tuning in immediately and going ham because I know I, I am too. I am too. Um, and again, if you're here, if you're uh, one of the 1,100 people who are level listening to us right now, please go ahead and give me a Monet Exchange a follow. It. Put us on that leaderboard, Mary. I believe as of oh, right yes. now, once we're in this Monet, we will be in like third and maybe, no, fifth and sixth place. So this is really exciting. Um, give us a follow. It helps us out a whole lot. And um, Monet, I love you very much. I love you too. All right. Peace, everybody. Bye. A podcast network. Hey everybody, I want to tell you all about Stereo. Now, Stereo is a free live broadcast social platform that enables people to have real conversations in real time and lets podcast creators build a more intimate relationship with their fan base by engaging them in direct conversation. It's really cool. You can actually like record little questions and send them directly to us in real time. Um, I actually love it because me and Monet will have a lot of our arguments and we love to hear what you all think. And we don't have to wait to read them in the comments. You all can weigh in in the moment. Hey, my name is Kai. I'm from London. It's currently... Oh, my people! Just to merge, um, I want to know if you guys have ever had a strange interaction or negative interaction with straight people in public, um, like at an airport, anything like that. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I, oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I had I had one very recently. So it is it is the holiday season, the literally Christmas Eve. I went to the store. I was like, you know what? I'm home by myself tomorrow. I'm gonna make my own. My favorite little thing to make for myself is very trash food. I get Velveeta, uh, a box of Velveeta mac and cheese, and I get I chop up some onions, some tomatoes, 
some spinach and some peppers and I put it in with the thing with and I chop up some chicken and make Is this prison cooking? Is this prison <laughs> it's, very, it's what he's making college because it was so cheap. Anyway, and then so I'm in the thing and then there's this one long line. And then this guy just cuts on and goes to the register. And then the person in front of me, I was like two people ahead. He didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I was very New York. I'm like, excuse me, sir, the line is back here. What are you doing? And he was like, uh, oh, really? And he, he does that. You know what he does that thing? He does that thing where people are like confused, but nigga, you know exactly what's yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. Confused. You know what the tea is. And then he goes to pay anywhere. Nobody, like the cashier, just takes it. And I was like, so you can't do that. He's like, man, set up butt stuff. He called me butt. I was like, I was like, butt stuff? I was like, I was like what are you, 10 years old? He called me butt stuff? <laughs> the fuck? And then me and him had a little argument. This episode, this like episode of Big Mouth. A shut up, butt stuff. Literally, but I was flabbergasted that this fucking mother, ooh, butt stuff. Like, what a fucking child is So Anyway, that was my little argument with a, with a straight man on New Year's Eve, on fucking Christmas Eve. Download the free stereo app and select Bob TDQ so you can connect with us whenever we are live. Go to www.stereo.com slash Bob TDQ to get started.